I'm Lynn Wei and you are listening to an episode of Holy Perspective, a biblical way of seeing things. We believe that Jesus is the way and he is the only way. It's another Wednesday, so it's a brand new episode of Holy Perspective. And I am just very excited for today's episode. And the episode is about purpose. Um, It's in Genesis 2 verse 1. Either you say Genesis 2 or you say, um, what's the other word? It's Genesis and Genesis. Yeah, whichever place you come from. Like I pronounce it very differently because sometimes I'm like Genesis, sometimes I'm like Genesis. But like, you know what I'm trying to get into, right? So it's about purpose. And I'm not necessarily going to read through the scriptures. Well, I actually might because I love reading through the scriptures. Let me grab my Bible quickly. Um, I just want us to like think, you know, when you think about purpose, what's like the first thing that comes into your mind? Like, what do you, what comes into your mind? You know, like, why were you created? I think that's the first question that enters my head. And I immediately think, why was I created? Or what is the point of my life? Like, where am I heading with this? And in Genesis 2, verse, like, 1, it just simply reads, um, Thus the heavens and the earth were planted in all their vast array. Then 2 says, By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. So I just want to pause a bit here to say a very important statement. Like, rest is super important. Like, taking time outside of anything that you do super important i mean if god took a break to create the universe before you created man why do you think you can go around your entire life not taking a break who do you think you are hmm? like who do you think you are very simple question who do you think you are gonna work 24 7 monday to friday i mean monday to sun to sunday <laughs> i think it's because like in my head i'm so conditioned to think that people only work monday to friday then weekends are rest i don't know uh school And then I think it's in verse 5 of chapter 2 where it speaks about um, now no scrub had yet. Okay, so in verse 4, before I go there, verse 4, this is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no scrub had yet appeared on the earth and no plant had yet sprung up for the Lord. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth and there was no one to work the ground. And I think this is where I sort of like took this when I was doing this devotional (laughs) in 2020, because that's when I studied the book of Genesis. I know it's very interesting, Uh, but I felt the need like the Lord really led me to this book because I was looking for something completely different. So I have multiple journals in my room where I just journal what the Lord speaks to me in different seasons, some seasons like, so this was before I had a journal Bible. So a lot of the stuff is like written on like notebooks, like my poems, my day, like day-to-day life. Like I used to be that journal girl. And so I like in verse five, I wrote down that there was no man to work the land. And that's something that you need to think about. So the question is, why were we created? And that there was no man to work the land. And then after creation, we were placed in the garden, the world. Like, I put it in bracket, like we were placed in the garden. 
uh, or placed in the world. So all of us were placed in the world to work it and keep it. And then in verse 15, it speaks about, in verse 15, it reads that the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And I noted down that we need to cultivate what the Lord has given us so we can keep it, take hold of your destiny. And I think that this is a very important thing to like note, especially when you are new in your faith and you're just starting out and you are trying to understand this whole Christian thing. How do you do it? And I think like the whole problem is that we try to live this Christian lifestyle and not live like Jesus. Like the Christian lifestyle and living like Jesus sometimes is very contradictory because the Christian lifestyle is a man-made ideology of what needs to happen. But living like Jesus is a biblical-based way of how to live your life. As scripture tells us that we need to be imitators of Jesus and we need to... um follow his steps like even as paul was speaking to the churches the various churches that he wrote to he said follow me as i follow christ so people should not like i read this very nice um i don't know i I didn't read it it was a reel on instagram that i shared with somebody and it was just speaking about how like our generation now or the reason i keep saying that the christian lifestyle is not something that you need to be aspiring to be in you need to be aspiring to look like christ and to be more like jesus and to walk the journey for christ because in the surreal the like the preacher like it's just a clip of like a sermon so the preacher says i'm a little sick so if you see my voice changing just 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 play along (laughs) um so in that little like clip of the sermon the pastor says that there's a lot of like look at me look at me i'm following jesus you know and not um look jesus look jesus he saved me and we are coming from a a position of look at how good i'm doing in my life because i have the lord and not from a position of um look at the lord and the way i am in my life is because of what the lord is doing with my life like there's a very different distinction in those two and when it comes to taking hold of your destiny and cultivating what the lord has given to us like when you receive the lord you receive salvation and there's a scripture that speaks about how you need to work out your salvation and this is exactly like it's, this is not something that's new in in like the scripture this is literally in the beginning of the scripture it tells you from the very beginning that you human beings main intention or the reason we were created was to work for God and to worship God and to you know cultivate the land that which he has given us and that was our main um aim and like God really wants us to uh work and cultivate the purpose he has given us you know and he just speaks about like well the scripture just like goes on to that whole narrative of you need to know what you want to do. Look, not necessarily what you want to do for God, but what God wants to do through you. Like you don't need to do things for God. You just need to surrender to God. You need to obey his voice, open up your heart, allow yourself to be inclined and be purified and be sanctified by the renewing of your mind continuously as you read the word of God. There's something in you that must spark. You must feel the presence of God 
like hear his voice even in the times when you don't feel his voice you know like I've had moments in my room where I've read my bible and I'm just like I don't even know why I'm in this chapter do you know like those chapters in Exodus that speak about um building of the building of the temple like the ones that have your long list of instructions of what you must have those chapters really sometimes I'm reading them and I'm like I really don't know what you're trying to make me learn from all of this, you know? Like, why am I, why do I need to know all this long list of information that has no, like, in that moment when when I was reading it, I'm like, there's no value to some of the stuff. Like, why must I know the genealogy of all these people? Like, why must I know where Abraham came from? But, like, as more and more you get into scripture, you see the importance of why those genealogies are the way they are because they indicate to how much generational God is, firstly, and secondly, how much, how faithful he is. Because in every single generation, as you read through those genealogies, he was present and he was doing something to accomplish the next thing. Whether you knew it or you didn't know it this happens in your life maybe your brothers your mothers your your your, your mother's mother your mother's like your grandparents your great-grandparents all of those things maybe all those people didn't know their purpose but the lord was there amongst them leading up to the, an opportunity where one person in your bloodline would obey and that person is you if you're listening to this podcast and you've recently been saved there's there's a great purpose of why god saved your life there is a great deal of why he chose specifically you in your family in your community in the area you come from in in the classroom that you are in in the university you are in there's a specific reason why the lord selected you as an individual that he wants to use for his greater purpose and i just want us to live very surrendered and i think that's one of the biggest things that when you read in, in the book of genesis like Adam was so surrendered because he was in awe of this man that just created him, of this creator that just created him, that he wanted to worship so much of the creator and not the creation. Especially, like, I think this is a relevant thing to speak about because our generation is so much focused on um, worshiping creation. Like, we would worship people, we will worship, and we do this whether we know it or we don't know it. Like, Valuing people's opinion above God is worshipping people, really. I feel and I strongly think. Because, like, whether you know it or not, that person has a strong hold on you. Because now, when they're like, I don't like that dress, you are so, like, disengaged. You are so disconnected. And this person has such a strong hold on you. Like, they are they are holding you so hostage of yourself that you can't, like, leave anything else. And then, um, so just to continue with Genesis 2 because it's like more of a study that I did on like the book of Genesis and in the next chapter like verse 17 going downwards the Lord speaks about um um yes so obviously the Lord gives Adam the first very important commandment of how he should not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil he can eat of the tree of life and Yes, that's that's like a whole different story, not related yet. Um, but then just to like further down, the Lord says, like in verse 18, he says that um, the Lord God said, it is not good for the men to be alone. 
I will make a helper suitable for him. And like I've had this scripture multiple times, like so many times. I feel like I've had it in every relationship topic there ever has been in life. If they speak about marriage, the scripture is read. If they speak about like, yo, it's just read, especially like relationally, right? And then I noted down like in this journal of mine from 2022 that there is an importance of relationship. Like for the very first time in the Bible, the Lord says, it is not good. So this whole concept of I have no friends or like anxiety, depression, social anxiety, all of those things are not of God's intention. God has never intended for his people to be alone. God has never intended for you to feel isolated. God has never intended for you to feel uh, bashed and disapproved by any other person in this world. He's never turned his eye on you. He's been looking at you this whole time. That's why he gave us Jesus, God with us all the time. And his presence is forever surrounding us and we're never gonna lack no good thing. That's why the Lord said, it is not good for men to be alone. God does not want this. And this was not to the devil, but it was to the fact that um, Adam was alone in the garden. So obviously this was just me like bringing clarity and then I spoke under and like wrote down that God then makes a help a fit for him and then I wrote down that we are not designed to carry the burden on our own but we need relationships to help us carry this burden and I know that this is usually like the scripture is really like preached in um, the context of like relationship dating uh, marriage and all of those like love those are all beautiful topics they're great and it's very relevant but I think that another important thing that usually we don't mention is friendships and like friendships are like yo so important like i've met so many people like i i know a lot of people that have never been in relationship like dating relationships but i've had so many friendships that they're so heartbroken to the point that they would not give another man a chance because they've been so hurt and i think that it is so important to understand that the lord is never intended for us to carry burdens on our own and he has brought people around our circles day in and day out that he wants um that that he is like predestined and ordained for uh, a time or a season in our lives where they can help us and propel us into the next level of our lives. And I remember, I think it was like my pastor from back home, he used to say that you need destiny helpers. And it's not just your wife. It's not just a woman being submissive and all of those things. Those are things that we later talk about like in some other episodes with like guests, of course, because I think that's like great topics to talk about. Um, but just like coming back to where we are now, that it's so important to like relationships are so important. That's why the enemy attacks all kinds of relationship. It's not just marriages that get attacked. It's not just romantic relationships, like friendships get attacked. Cause like God can get people together for mission and purpose and the enemy will make sure that those relationships that are intended for mission and purpose because he knows that when a strong wind and a strong wind come together that's a force to be reckoned with he will come and he will attack as much as he can and quite often we are more like i don't i don't know maybe it's in my generation like where people are just like we easily let 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 go of other people just like oh psh, i never care for her anyway you know i don't care blah, blah, blah. i don't even miss her you know 
but the truth is the lord has always intended for us to be together to be um in unity to be in like in agreement with each other and just it's not even just in agreement like he's always intended for us not to be by ourselves even in the context of just outside of jesus himself being forever present but also wanting that physical um human relatability that exists when we get together when we come together and in communion with one another and we're breaking bread then we're talking about our day and we are just chatting and just being friends and really trusting on one another and hoping that we can you know do the best for each other you know so that's like another thing that i had noted down like so your purpose is not just only to cultivate to um to work on your purpose you need destiny helpers that are going to get you to that point and i think it's very important to always like ask god is this person an 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 assignment a relationship or a destiny helper because sometimes these people that are in it for you for the long run other people are in it for the season that they're in in their life and that person is like a destiny helper for that moment because they're propelling you closer and closer to what the lord has designed and designated for you to have um so f- for that season that's what's necessary and i like love what it, like it says in like chapter 20 so genesis t- chapter 20 it says um adam named his wife eve because she would become the mother of all the living and then um no that's sorry that's 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 chapter three sorry uh, chapter 2 in verse 20 it says um, so the men gave names to all the livestock the birds and the sky and all the wild animals but for Adam no suitable helper was found so the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep and while he was sleeping he took one of the men's rib ribs and then closed up the up with 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 flesh then the the lord god made woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her man her to the man the man said this is now bone of my bones flesh of my flesh and she shall be called woman for she was taken out of man that is why a man leaves his household it's not the scripture i'm looking for um <laughs> but anyway I don't know when does the scripture come, but anyway, yeah, like you get the point. Um, so in fact, like, I I wrote down that we have the power and authority to name and claim our blessings. Uh, this is the ability to prophesy, which is given to all believers. Like all believers can hear from God. It's not designated to pastors, to prophets, to um, I don't know who which other gifting hears the voice of God but the apostles like everyone has the ability to like it's the privilege and the gifting that the Lord has like instilled in us through Holy Spirit so once you receive Holy Spirit you can function in all capacities but then you obviously have offices okay now now I'm just getting too far but the whole point is that we are we all have the ability to prophesy and to hear from God and God can speak through you because you are a vessel. That's the point of purpose. And in verse 24, I think this is why a man shall leave his house strong. Um, and then I noted down that this became uh this becomes a second commandment, uh, like this the statement the Lord mentions in the Bible. Um, so yeah, this was just like because this is like a like a Bible study 
that note thingy that I wrote on Genesis chapter 2 and I had entitled purpose and I just felt like this was something I needed to share and like my prayer point was Lord teach me how to fulfill your purpose and the simplest thing about God's purpose, like in summary, is that God wants us to cultivate and work the purpose he has given us. If God has given you the ability to sing, you better cultivate that ability. Like, you better work at it. If God has given you the ability to write, you better write like like, like, like you are writing for audiences of millions and thousands of people. If God has given you the, the ability to speak, like we all have these nice talents like everybody has something if not one multiple things and i know like there's people that always say no i don't even have a talent no you do maybe you are very much a good organizer you don't know it like other people don't explore enough to find out whether they have the talent of something like i've met people that are shocked that they can sing and i'm like so you've never heard yourself sing um and then the other thing I noted, like, it's so important that God wants relationship for us. So never think that God doesn't want relationship for you. Here's another part of the segment for a poem for today out of the book that was inspired by my senior pastor, Pastor Russell Evans, uh, The Honor Key. And this was written under the chapter of chapter three, which is honor is the foundation of the kingdom. So the title of this poem is I Want You. I wrote it as inspired by the chapter that I just read. So I want you. My mind runs around trying to understand. My spirit sits in peace as I get to know you. You are familiar with my trauma, my hurt and my scars. I want you, Jesus. All the answers I need are found in your presence. The uncertainty I walk with inspires and stirs up my faith. I can't see how, but I believe. I will praise for it is done. I want you, Jesus, to fill up my every need. Remind me of your goodness. I want your love to teach me how to honor you and your people. I want to learn from the greatest, you. I want you. Jesus. And that is all we have time for for this episode and I hope to see you in the next one. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow on my social media platforms. Mm-hmm.